you are traveling to the fourth dimension. A realm of pure imagination. It is as endless as space and as timeless as infinity. Where man and the gods meet. Where heaven and hell collide. Where three nerds discuss whatever. Welcome to the AFSCast. Hello, I am Doug, that Greek geek. Hi, I'm Aaron, the Mr. Pizza. I'm Bruce, I'm Lord Maplecroft, I guess. And we are the AFSCast. And today, oh, yeah, exciting noise, excitement. And uh, today, ladies and gentlemen, and all those, if you don't want a pronoun or whatever, we are going to play a game of Mad Libs, which is a word game where we uh, each take turns and put a noun into a sentence. So we're each going to take a turn. First, Aaron will go, then Bruce, and then myself, Doug. Aaron, you want to take it away for us? Mad Lib is where you have a story and then you need to fill in a bunch of words. It's incredibly simple. It's starting uh, now. All right. So tell us, what is our story about? It is about the gym. Awesome. What did this gym you speak of? Let's go pump iron. Give me a family name or a last name. Same thing. Higginbottom. Higginbottom? Yes, a beautiful name. <laughs> Doug, give me a boy's name. A boy's name. Harold. Bruce, I want a girl's name. Uh, Yuri. Yuri? Yeah, sure, why not? First thing that popped in my head. Y-U-R-I? Yes. Okay. Doug, how about another boy game? Uh, another boy's game. Another boy's name. Eric. Eric. How do you want to say my name? I want another girl's name. Bastila. Bastila? Yeah, I'll, I'll guess. I'll guess spelling of it. B a s t u l a. And Doug, I want a number. 43. Interesting choice. Now, Bruce, since this is a gym, I want an exercise equipment. Um, the guillotine. No, I want a real one. Wait, does it go thing at the gym? I hope not. <laughs> it depends the kind of gym. Maybe this is a, maybe this is a French gym. <laughs> Okay, a revolutionary, revolutionary gym. It's a gym. Maybe it's a gym during the reign of terror. They had lots of guilty news back in the day. It was very popular. Everyone was using it. Uh, how about we? Why do we have an exercise equipment? Why does we have a get as an exercise equipment? Choose another one, please. A big rock. That works. Okay, at least you can lift it. Okay. 
Full story. Okay. So we have family name, a big rock. Now what? And that's it. I can say the story. Yay. Okay. Tell us the story. Tell us a story. One day, the elephants, Mr. and Mrs. Piggenbottom, and their four children, Harold, Yuri, Eric, and Bastila, were having breakfast, and Mrs. Piggenbottom said, We need to lose some weight. Nonsense, said Mr. Piggenbottom. We're fine the way we are. It said here in the paper that as a get fit gym, your first 43 lessons are free. Why don't we try it? Oh, God, 43. Oh, no. Oh, boy, said Mrs. Higginbottom. But mom, but mom, said the children. No, said Mrs. Higginbottom. We need to lose some weight. So the first thing tomorrow, we'll head off to the gym. No excuses. The next morning, Mrs. Higginbottom woke up the family and they got dressed and headed off for the gym all morning. When they got there, there was a big queue of people in tracksuits waiting for the doors to open. Finally, they went in. Mr. and Mrs. Pickenbottom went on the big rock, and the kids <coughs> went up to the kitty gym. But you can go on the big rock, and I'm lifting it. Boy. Yeah, just a big rock. Maybe it's a giant meteor. What? Are you just, like, going to stand on it? How's the exercising? Why? Yeah. Okay. After, you- about, after about five minutes, they gave up and went to McDonald's and said, I guess elephants are just meant to be big, Sid. Mrs. Pickenbottom, they all agreed. Ooh, lovely story. I learned. So what did we learn today? Don't you exercise and eat McDonald's every day. <laughs> Yay, diabetes. I know, right? Great way to get really chunky. <laughs> well, that was a fun story. Okay. I hope our audience liked it. You better uh, have liked it, audience. I mean, I'm sure Apollo would have bashed it. But anyway, remember, kids, stay in school. And don't eat your vegetables. <laughs> eat potatoes. Eat fried potatoes. And eat instead. raw potatoes. Eat them raw. Okay, now let's go to the next Mad Lib. Bruce, take it away. Bruce? Yeah, you can get it. Okay, how how do I how do I write words? So the thing is, the thing in my closet. That's a fun relatable say vegan closets. Anyways, so first I need a verb ending in ing. So like jumping, running, dying. So Doug? Licking. Ooh. Now we need a sing. Our Karen, yes. Uh, sing. A Karen. Okay, I need a famous person. Any of you got a good famous person? Socrates. Now? Now I need food, as in edible, substance, consuming, okay. energy. Uh, we're, uh, fried Coca-Cola, please. Ooh, that sounds like food. I'm doing it anyway. Now let's build the story. <clears throat> My goodness, so delicious. It is time for bed. Okay. It is time for bed. So I shut my lights off and I went under my covers. Something was lurking in my closet. 
so I hid under your under your mob. When I decided to peek, I saw Socrates tango dancing with a fried Coca-Cola. So I turned on my lights, grabbed your mom, and started dancing with them. When when mom walked in, Socrates disappeared, and and my mom thought I was crazy. After that, Socrates never appeared in my life again. What? (laughs) Why is Socrates dancing with a fried Coca-Cola, and why are you using your mom? (laughs) Well, well, also the interesting thing. So, it, I just I went like for a thing. It was supposed to be my. So it actually says my your mom, but then just I decided to just not read the my and just sound funny. I saw a hit on your mom. That just sounds funny and but more. Yeah, totally. And not just broken words. Yeah, totally. Just use your mom to tango dance. Like you're competing with an ancient Greek philosopher. (laughs) Yeah, who's been dead for centuries, who's dancing with a fried beverage. Yeah, totally logical. A very beautiful story. Hey, that is the most logical thing I have ever seen. The person who made this must be very, very intelligent. Okay. So that means we have so smart. Fun story. Now is my turn to do a story. Yes. Do not disappoint us. Okay. We're doing an invasion. Oh boy. I love invasions. Okay. I need a noun. A noun. Um. Penguin. Penguin. Okay. Let's write penguin down. Everyone loves penguins. Okay, I need a city now. Aaron. Budapest. Budapest. Okay. Aaron, I need a period of time. 16th century. 16th century. Okay. Whoa. I need an adjective. Dead. Is that an adjective? I think it is. Isn't no, it? Dead oh. is not an adjective, kid. Oh, then do dandy. Is dandy an adjective? Okay, dandy. Yay! I did it. I'm a very dandy person. Thunder! Okay. I need another adjective. Uh, clairvoyant. Okay, I need a type of clothing. A hat? Okay. Hat. I need a color. Aaron. Romillion. Romillion. And the final one, a person's name. I, If it's okay, I'd like to take this one. I'll oh, well, okay, then. <laughs> sure. Okay. I'm gonna put Hector. Like Hector of Troy. Okay, now let's build a story. Backtrip invasion. It is a little known fact that penguins have been watching Budapest for 96th, 16th century. 
Only the dandy people believed that it was just a matter of time before penguins would invade the clairvoyant city of Budapest. Oh my God. Hector, who was a dandy person, tried to warn the people, telling them that their best defense was to hang hats from their from the trees and roam and Roman shoes on every doorknob. Unfortunately, no one believed Hector. And when penguins attacked Budapest, only the dandy people survived. <laughs> that is really funny. Only the dead people survived. <laughs> that is funny. As it feels serious if you replace it with something else, but it's so weird. Weird. Weird feeling. But unfortunately, we have to wrap up soon. So we're going to wrap up now. Yeah. So it was lovely to see you all. It's all lovely. Hugs and kisses. Mwah. Mwah. And just like a high five or a fist bump. And just any of that stuff. Okay. Shall we all say goodbye, guys? No. Okay. Bye. I don't any of you. Bye. This is Doug Miafscast signing off.